0: Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) I don't know why I did that, but hello. Hey, everyone. Um, I just wanted to say thank you guys for supporting me. Thank you uh, for all that you're doing. Really, thank you for sharing. Thank you for your kind words, your positive feedback, your messages. I'm so happy this has been a blessing for people, as it's been one for me as well. So, today is our seventh episode, and we will be talking about the power of the tongue in marriage. Yes, wives, we are talking about the power of that tongue, honey. The power of the tongue in marriage. (laughs) And truthfully, you know, the, the power is in the tongue, whether you're in marriage or in life. But really, you know, with. Being with you know two people and coming together as one, that can be a little tricky and a little testy. But so we have to remind ourselves about the power of the tongue in our marriages. I also want to remind you to please share, share, share on your platforms. Um, send it to people who may who you know, if that person's name came to you while you're listening, please share it. Uh, let it be a blessing for them, like it's been for you. It trust me, this one is a good this one's going to be a good one. I'm super excited. Um, I'm just excited for where we're going. I'm excited for where God has taken us. Um, you know, this has been a blessing for me as well, you know. Really, God has been teaching me too. So I'm just so happy. So as usual, <laughs> as usual, we will be all we will be referring to scriptures y'all know i don't play that so you know just get ready and of course i'll write them in the notes the description so you'll have them to go back on and to pray and to meditate on and so it could be a fresh reminder when things try to happen in your concerns of your marriage or in life so now met also power of the tongue so (laughs) here's why i i um Well, number one, one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why we are diving into the power of tongue in marriage, getting super specific is because, you know, this is wifely wisdom, so this is for wives and fiancés and those who are courting and those who are single and just waiting patiently on God. But it's very important (laughs) when you're married, right? You ever heard... Um, You know, like, I know, like, there's certain couples that say you just don't know someone, you know, don't get don't, you know, they'll, they'll say like this principle, you know, live with someone before you get married, because you don't truly know someone unless you live with them. Now. I personally understand that that's not that's not the best way to go about it. In fact, you probably want to live with the person to after you get married just to avoid any temptations of uh, having sex before marriage. You know, I one day I'll share my testimony with you in that. Um, But it's very important that, you know, you want to kind of avoid temptations at all costs. Uh so but the truth is is that you don't really know a person until you get married. Because if you remember they said um the the man leaves his mother and father and joins to his wife and they become one. So you're one now. So now those things that you may not have known about your husband, you're now you now know. And for the men, you know, this really this is kind of women forward but truthfully if you're a man please listen please share with your woman please share with your mothers your aunts your cousins your sisters your friends you know and if you got a bunch of female friends you know we're we gonna get into that in one of these podcasts but anywho <laughs> in one of these episodes but anyways um when you get married it's almost like you you're you now see your spouse, you see the things that maybe were suppressed, the things that you didn't see before. It's not that they were, you know, they could be possibly hiding. But truthfully, because y'all are now one, you're, you now are, your eyes are now open to see all that is about your spouse. Now, see, here's where, this, here's where the interesting is. The interesting thing is, is that you see the good, you see the bad, and you see that ugly. Now, a lot of times when um, people don't, you know, a lot in a lot of marriages, they get really shocked by the bad and the ugly. One of the reasons why is because the enemy. He highlights the bad and really magnifies the ugly. So sometimes you can't even you might have you, you might have even forgotten the good or even think that maybe they don't even do good anymore. Or you probably don't even see it because it's so overshadowed about overshadowed by all the bad and the ugly that you're seeing and concerns of your husband. It's very real. So why does this, you know, how does this pertain to what we're talking about in the tongue? Because the bad and the ugly can cause you to speak out against your, your marriage. It can cause you to speak out against your husband. It can cause you to speak out. This is, this is extremely real. See, what you have to understand is that there's power in the tongue. With the tongue, which meaning with your speech, what you say out of your mouth is powerful. That's why it's important when people say, I was just joking. It does not matter about whether you were joking or whether, um, you know, God knows my heart. I didn't mean it like that, but you spoke it. See, it, it, the tongue is powerful. It never talks about the power in the emotions, whether you meant it or not, whether you were joking or not. And sometimes they don't really be joking, but whether you were joking or not or whether you were um, or whether you were just upset at that moment, you know, no, it's power in your tongue. So it's very important that people It's very important to understand this and really get this because a lot of, you know, a lot of relationships suffer based off of what people say. A lot of, and I remember like even my father, he was like, you know, he, you know, he'll say, like, I remember he'll say, you know, the one thing about words, you can't take them back. When you release them to the atmosphere, you want to, it, it does things. It does. So, yeah, with, with your words, And this is important. So anytime you feel like you were just joking or if somebody says stuff about you under the guise of I was just joking, you want to correct it and you want to shut it down. It's not about being sensitive. It's not about being like you can't take a joke, but you now you are now understanding the power of words and words do have whole power. And that's why it's important to be careful with what you say and be careful with what you allow people to say in concerns of your life super important. <laughs> so the, your tongue is a weapon. Okay. This is, it's a small piece of our body. One of the smallest parts of our body, but yet the most powerful with your tongue. It says it in the word, your tongue can se- you have all this in your whole body and the tongue can send you to hell. Why is that? The tongue is a powerful weapon with your tongue. You can build things up you can break it down. God has through the God has given you the power, literally. So whether you're saved or not, whether you're a believer or not, your tongue you can build things up, you can break things down. You can give life and you can cause death with your tongue. It's very important. There are people who I cannot there, there are people, celebrities, they they have came up and they have done like so many like great works got rich, and then somebody who knows them, if they're talking about them, they'll say, "Listen, the one thing about that person, they always was talking about how they're going to be famous and they're going to make millions. doesn't, whether they're a believer or not, they spoke that over their lives. They kept saying it. They kept saying it. They kept saying it. They were building life into themselves, right? So you have to so it doesn't matter where you are in your life, where you are in your faith, where you are in your walk. There is power in the life. and There's power in the tongue. Very important to remember. Very important to remember. So when it, we, we've been speaking about all these keys we need in marriage and I hope that, you know, I really do hope and pray that you guys take notes and if you haven't maybe just go back and see like all right what's the key that I need in my marriage what really is something that I'm lacking what's something I really need help on so that you can make a note of it and you can take it to prayer because it really does help when you're in a marriage one of the things as a woman now this is wifely wisdom once again. So I'm going to be a, a lot women, woman, you know, women forward on this one. Is really women heavy because it's important. Because a lot of a lot of the times when we get when we get hit is specifically in the areas of marriage with the with the spouse. It is it is to hit and target emotions. It's to target emotions, and so it is important that you have self control. One of the ways to tame your tongue, one of the ways to, to, to use your tongue for good, use your tongue for what God intended you to use it for in the beginning, is self-control. It is a must. In the midst of a storm, that is what you need to hear God clearly. So what can be a storm and concerns of your marriage in the midst of an argument, in the midst of something going terribly awry wrong, in the midst of um, bad news, a bad diagnosis, in the midst of that, you need self-control. Because what happens is your emotions become attacked and you find yourself speaking out of emotions. You find yourself speaking out of emotions. You find yourself speak, saying things that you probably really shouldn't be saying. When in fact, in that moment, if you, were, if you had self-control, you, you would hear God say, uh, you would hear specific instructions that probably don't, wouldn't match what you're saying at that time. So I want to read a um, scripture that backs up what that says, which is in Proverbs. And I implore anybody that's listening to read the book of Proverbs. It's, you know, um, it is filled with a bunch of wisdom and a lot of it is heavy on what comes out of your mouth. A lot of it is super heavy with, with, you know, with that. So it's Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. Once again, Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. And you know, it's the New Kings James Version. And it says, whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. So what does that mean? Have no rule over your own spirit. That means if you don't have control over yourself, that you just react out of anger. When bad news comes, you react out of uh, fear or... um. Not fear, but, you know, sadness just, um, happy or super joy or, I mean, not joy, but um, out of feelings, out of emotions. If somebody pisses you off, you get angry, you start speaking and going off. And then you think, okay, well, I'm just being, this is just who I am. But really, you ha- you're like a city broken down without walls. So without walls what is that that means walls are like protection so you're like a broken down city broken down with no protection because you have no control because what that means is that the enemy can consistently target your emotions because the enemy understands that you're not you don't have any control over yourself. And that is very important. See, yes, it can be easier said than done, but self-control is something that you have to practice every single day. It is very important because that is how you, um, that is how you use your tongue for good and not for evil. I want to give you an example and really give you an exercise on, um, the power of the tongue, right? I want to give you that, um... It's very important because with the as a, with the power of the tongue, you have to use it for good. And as women, as wives, we have to remember what, regardless of what anybody, the new age, the 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 new thing says, you are created. You are a, your husband's help me. You are created as his help me. When you are married, you are his helpmeet, meaning you help him, you help your husband. That is that is your responsibility. As a wife, I, I'm not speaking as a businesswoman. I'm not speaking as an entrepreneur. I'm not speaking as a mother. I'm not speaking as a friend. I'm speaking as a wife. As a wife, your responsibility, you are his help me, which means you are to help your husband. But if you're speaking down on him, that is not helping him. That is hurting him. And you're now in direct um, disobedience and you're not honoring, nor are you doing your assignment as a wife. And so there lacks protection there because now you're out of order because you have, because there's no self-control. So you want to make sure that you practice self-control every day. And we're going to get into the how to do that's very important. So as a help me, you pray for your husband. You're praying constantly, constantly, even when you don't want to, you're praying for him. You're praying for him. You're asking God to help him. You're building him up. You're building him up. You're, give, you're speaking life over him. Okay? You're speaking life over him. It's very important. Very important. So I want to give an example. So I know I spoke earlier, just a little, earlier, you know, a little while earlier, about you know, once you get married, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly side of your, of your spouse. Once you are married, you're now one. So you see it. And just like he sees it too. He sees the good about you. He sees the bad about you. He sees the ugly about you. He sees all of that too. But we're talking about, we're talking to the women today. So you see the good, the bad, and the ugly about your spouse. Now I want to give an example of what, what that would mean and how we would use our tongue, meaning use our speech to, um, as God intended to be the helpmeet that God created us to be for our husbands and, and in the role of a wife. Okay. So let's say you have a uh let's say you're married to someone who has self esteem issues, right? So one of the so some let's so remember you're you're seeing the good, the bad, the ugly. So let's see some good. He's he, he loves you so much. I mean, anybody with any um with half a sense would see him and say, let me tell you something about that man right there. He loved his wife, right? This is a good, Um, he has a good heart. He's always helping people out. Someone's in need, he he does not hesitate, but to help them, he's a good heart. And and his key helps them in the capacity that he can. Um, You know, you might even see, let's say, um, y'all could be in a rush somewhere. And somebody's car broke down and he will stop and help them. Like he can have this great heart. Um, this is a good, um, it's a peaceable man. Like really, he, he is peace. Like he is so peaceful. He's not into the extra arguments and stuff like that. He, he, he really doesn't like arguing with people. He doesn't like it. He really, you know, he likes to just make peace. He wants people to just, if people have issues with one another, he likes to make sure that they kind of just, um, mend their relationships. He's, you know, these, are, I mean, this is, this, this is the same man I'm using as an example, but let's say these are good things about him, right? So the bad things, right? He has low self-esteem, right? Remember, this is the man with the self-esteem issue. So he doesn't believe in himself. He feels inadequate, um, as a man in a lot of areas. Um, he feels inadequate in the, you know, just, he sees other pe- other men doing such great exploits, great things, and he just doesn't feel like he's worthy enough. That's not good. That's bad. Right? Here's the ugly. <laughs> no one forgets about the ugly. Now, because he has these feelings, he tries to put you down to make himself feel better. That's ugly. He's actually, because you have, se- your self-esteem is in God, he's actually jealous of that. He, it intimidates him, right? That's ugly. Um. He doesn't like you to be around other men because he doesn't feel that he's ugly. He, he's as and he he's a, he he doesn't feel that he matches up to the other men that he sees so anytime he sees you with another man meaning um let's say in the area of business let's say um in church let's say um even as in, with neighbors you know he does not like you to be around other men he does things to sabotage your advances. He, you, you know, you can let's say you have a meeting, and he purposely make it so that you're late, or every time you try to do something to do, you know, he goes against it. He speaks down upon it, right? Um, and because he doesn't feel good about himself, he keeps letting himself go physically. Physically, his appearance keeps going downhill. He may have gained too much weight or lost too much weight. He doesn't like to groom himself. You know, all of these things. That's all ugly. So the ugly that I named, right, if you do not have self-control, that can cause you to say a lot of things. That can cause you to speak down about your husband. That can cause you to say things that you probably really should not be saying about your husband. That can cause you to go into direct rebellion and concerns of your husband. Because that ugly, I never said ugly was a cute ugly. No, it can get really ugly in marriage. But it doesn't take away from the power that's within your tongue. So how do we use the tongue correctly? How do we use, how do we speak correctly? How do we combat these things? Because still I'm using the same example of the man with the self-esteem issue, right? So now we go back to the good that he loves. He has a good heart, you know, peace. He loves all those things, all of those things, right? So what do we do? We praise God for him. We praise God. We thank God for that. Now the day goes by that we don't thank God for giving us a husband, you know, with th- this particular man that you would thank God for giving you a husband that is loving, a good heart. God, thank you that nothing come break that. You know, God, I thank you for him. I thank you for his heart. I thank you that he's a peaceful man. I thank you that he does not sow seeds of um, he does not sow seeds of discord. I thank you for for him, God. I thank you for his life. You want to thank God for those good things because in doing so you don't when it gets a little tough you don't forget that he really is a good person you don't forget that no he really does have good attributes about himself because once again is the enemy will magnify the he will highlight the bad and magnify the uh, the ugly this is real this really does happen so you want to thank God for that Another thing you want to thank your husband for that. (laughs) Don't forget him. Husbands love praise. Imagine my surprise. I heard this pastor talk about it. He said, yeah, men love praise. We do (laughs) understand that. You want to praise him for these things. Husband, you know, you, you say, you know, babe, whatever you call him, look, thank you so much for being just, you have such a good heart. I love when you help people. I love it. You're such an honorable man. You know, you I thank you for that. You know, you want to, you want to, what do you, because what you're doing is you're speaking life into him. Because truth, you never know. He might forget that that's something good. Think about yourselves. How many times, how many of you or how many times have somebody had to say something good about you and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. Because you're so, you're always reminded about the bad in you or about the ugly, that, that sneaky, pesky little Demon of condemnation tries to come around. And so you don't even remember the good. So imagine the same for your spouse, your man, you know, Hey, you know, I just thank you, you just have such a big heart. You just so, you know, you're so helpful. You know, I love that. It's not always arguing rah, rah, rah. When I get in the house, it's, it's filled with peace because you don't like to do all of that. You know, I love the fact that, you know, you, you want to go and tell him this. They love it. It builds them up. You don't know what it's doing to them. And make and truthfully, it's going to make them want to be even a better person, because we, you know whether they admit it or not, they want to impress you. But if all the hair is bad and ugly, they may have shut down in those areas. But they really do want to impress you. They want to impress anybody truthfully that that speaks so much life into them. It's, it's just real. <laughs> Um, And Okay. And so now the bad, you know, the low self-esteem doesn't believe in himself, feels inadequate. How do you want to, how do you use your mouth for that? How do you use your tongue for that? You go into prayer. Once again, everything I start off with is going to be prayer, right? I I need you to remember that. You want to pray. You want to ask God to heal him of those things. Because now that you see the bad, you know, that's not you. you know, that is the enemy trying to break him down. So, you know that, okay, he suffers with this self-esteem issue. He don't feel adequate. He don't feel worthy. You want to, you want to pray, ask God, deliver him from those things. Let him see who you created him to be, Lord heal him God you know remove all lies from his mind and concerns of his of who you created him to be you made man in your own image Lord let him understand that you want to go into your closet because remember we we go to God first right so we're always going to pray first what else do you do in concerns of the bad you speak the opposite of the bad you speak the opposite of the badge. So what that means is, if he has, um, he, if he has low self esteem, like he doesn't feel, um, good about himself. You know, you want to just be like, you know, honey, you're handsome. You are hands. You look good today. Let's say he decided to put on something, you know, decent or something nice. You look really good. What you know? You want to, you know, you want to give him that. And even if he tries to shut it down, like yeah, yeah, all right, whatever, uh huh, uh huh. You better believe it's doing something. Don't feel, um, don't feel, uh, what is the word? <laughs> Discouraged. <laughs> don't feel discouraged you got to understand that what is doing to him you're building him up see remember as a help me you're building him up so if he has lost you look handsome you look so good you look nice um Let's say he um, put extra, you know, you know, he took, you know, he took a shower or something and it smells really Oh, you smell so good. You smell really good, you know, and you'll you'll start to see he might whip up that cologne you brought him that past Christmas and start. He may put it on. He won't say anything. And he said, oh, my goodness, you smell amazing. You smell so good. You look amazing. You know, you start saying those things, you build them up. He doesn't believe in himself. You want to go, you know, what? you are so smart in this. You know, sometimes you want to just, you know, if y'all have, sometimes it's okay to have, sit down, have conversations. And you just literally just speaking so much goodness about him. You know, uh, you know, I just, I think that you could be such in this. You could be this. You are so amazing. I feel like you're almost like a genius. I'm not saying to lie, but I'm just saying whatever your husband's strengths are, because you do know them as a helpmate you are naturally built to really understand what he is good at and the talents that he does possess you know let's say he's into like um i don't know mowing the lawn right Uh, you know, you are just, I mean, you mow the lawn like with such preciseness, like so much so I could see you being in like agriculture, like owning your own culture, like to grow different grains of grass. Like you, you know, so much about grass, you know, so much about how to, it's almost like you're, you're, it's like you're an artist, you know, you're saying these things to him because truthfully, you don't know. If you do know, like, what could have been said to him behind the scenes? What's being said about him behind the scenes? And we're going to get into that about behind-the-scenes mess in a few. But you want to make sure that you're saying these things to him. And you're just, you know, you're so smart. You're so intelligent. How did you mow the grass? I mean, really, and I'm serious, like really, you're, you're really good at this, like, and then you may even start showing him comparing, like, look how this grass is, and look at you, got, uh, um, honey, you're amazing, right, okay, and, um, you know, if he does something nice for you, he may, like, whatever, how small it is, you want to, thank you so much, thank you, if he does, thank you, you know, seriously, thank you so much, They thank you. You are really, I appreciate this. Let's say he makes you a meal. Oh, I just, thank you so much. And he could, and I'm not saying that he's going to be like, oh, yippee, joy, joy. Oh, thanks for believing in me. He may really get mean about it because you have to understand that there's bad and you have to, you don't know how deep this thing goes. So don't be discouraged and have, and, and practice self-control because then you will understand that no, this is deeper. So he may say, okay, you're, you know, you're gassing it. You know, you're okay. You're doing a lot right now. It's not that serious, but you keep going because you have to understand it's breaking things in him that has been sitting there for a while. That, that a lot of, uh, of deep rooted things. You don't know what his family may have said to him, what his parents may have said, what teachers may have set all of these different things and you're breaking it down because you have that level of power and authority as his help meets, to help him through the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's not forget that <laughs> We do it all by um, Christ who strengthens us. honey remember that. but do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, let's see. Um, okay and now uh, here's where it gets real. the ugly. Because the truth of the matter is if somebody tries to put you down, you know, he's trying to sabotage you, he's trying to block you from your blessings, that, that can cause you to really either A, go off on him, B, call your girlfriend and, and, and talk about him, C, um, really, you know, stop doing things for him. You know, all of these different, really just look at him with disgust like, my Goodness, I can't, wait! in the world was I thinking? You know, all these things could happen, but this is how you handle it. Self-control, y'all, I'm telling you, that is really the only way that you can really t- get this tongue doing the right thing. Speaking the right words in the right moment. Once again, you wanted to combat that ugly using the same example of the man with the self-esteem issue. You want to pray. You want to pray. This this is prayer. This thing right here, you got to, all the good, the bad, and the ugly, but that ugly, you want to go in and dive in into prayer because you. this is where you remind yourself that your father in heaven is your first husband, right? And he will take p- better care of you and he will handle this issue way better than you can ever. So you want to pray and you want to ask God to guard your heart. From all the enemy advances, all the advances of the enemy, because you know that ugly, that's the enemy speaking right there. That's not even your husband. You understand that when you have that self-control, because you can hear God clearly, right? You're not so consumed by the hurt, by the pain, by, by all of that. You can hear God clearly. You want to ask God to guard your heart. It does not mean that you're not going to be crying. It does not mean as you go to God and you cry, if you have to say, God, why is he doing this God, This is not right. Lord, please help me. You can do those things, you know, but you remember do those things. But in your prayer closet with you and your first husband, which is the almighty God. Very important. You ask God to guard your heart. Ask God for wisdom. Remember, he gives wisdom. He, get, he gives to all without reproach. You're not going to get in trouble for asking for wisdom on how to handle this. This is something you don't know. You don't want to, to um, make the mistake of saying things or not saying things, you know, or saying something wrong in that moment or speaking out against him. You want to be sober. So you ask God to, for wisdom. Right, you want to know what you got. What should I say? Should I not say something? There's times when God will say, You have to, you know, say this or this because understand there's a grace on it and He's going to hear it and, and it's going to move. Or God will say, Keep silent. Now, there's strength in that, but you have, and I'm not encouraging people to just be mute, but I am saying you put God first. And see when you go into prayer and you get and then you get to that calm space because you want to make sure you get calm again so you can hear God, what should I do? God give me wisdom on how to handle him with this because this is not right, right? God will do it. So, because remember, there, there's a time for everything. God will give you that timing. So, um, and I want to give you another scripture, Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 7. Once again, New King James Version. <laughs> Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 7. There's a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent. Silence and a time to speak. So there are times to keep silence and there are times to speak in these situations. You want to make sure that you are speaking and you are keeping silent in the correct timing. It doesn't always mean that you just not don't say anything unless somebody lets um because once again that when they get in that ugly phase and let something just keep speaking words over netting. Na- hey guys, I'm back again. Sorry, a little mishap happened just now, but Back to what I was saying. Um, yes, in concerns of power of the tongue in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 7. A time to tear and a time to sew, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. You want to remember that there are times for everything, but you act, you get to that place of sobriety, meaning self control, where you're not so um, driven by your emotions that you can really hear God speak to you in that moment on what to do. It's very important. Um, what's the next thing? You want to start, really, you want to start decreeing the opposite of what he's doing in prayer. You want to start decreeing the opposite. See, that that trying to... Um, He's trying to put you down. I decree that my man is like the Proverbs 31 man, that he will say many women have done excellent things, but my wife exceeds them all. He, I decree that my husband will speak life about me in the name of Jesus. I decree that he will not be jealous over me, that he, will not be, that he will not be unhealthily jealous, that he will not try to block any blessings, but that he will be a help for the blessings, that he will push me to my destiny. He will not hinder me, but he will push me to my destiny. I decree that he will be the head and not the tail. I decree that he will be a leader amongst men, that he'll be honorable. I decree that my husband will do mighty works for the kingdom of God. I decree that he is a threat to the kingdom of darkness. I decree that no weapons from against his mind shall prosper. You want to start decreeing things the opposite of what he's doing. And see, that is what it can get a little tough when if he tries to hit below the belt and try to hit you in your heart or try to do things that really would try to that could that can really hurt you. But you, that's why you want to lean in. And I had, a, you know, this um, powerful woman of God told me, she said, you want to gird your way, you want to gird yourself with the truth of God so that when he tries to say things to you in those ugly moments or do things in those ugly moments, that you're so girded up by the truth of God that it can't hit you. It can't debilitate you. It can't break you down to where you're just saying anything or doing anything or really not doing anything, which is just as bad because you really want to be praying and decreeing the opposite of any ugly that's going on. Also, you want to speak life over yourself. You want to do affirmations. That is real. You want to do those affirmations. And I want to get into that a little bit. You want to do affirmations. If he, if he that ugliness is causing him to speak against your business, you want to start speaking life over that business hard. You want to start praying over it hard, speaking like that this business is a, a mighty work. I'm a millionaire. This business will bring jobs to people, that this will happen, that no weapons formed against it shall prosper, that God, I thank you for blessing it, that no man can curse it. I thank you that this business will go forth. I thank you that nothing will stop me from doing the works of the Lord. I decree that every mountain that tries to come against my path be broken down. I thank you, Lord, for leading me in a plain path. You want to start speaking life over yourself. It's important and you have to trust that it's going to happen. You have to remind yourself that even in those dark moments, even in the midst of that storm that we spoke about earlier, that you want to remind yourself that this is going to work. You want to remind yourself of this. Very important. Very, very important. Um, and, And speaking of arguments, you know, like I said, there is... Healthy arguments and there are unhealthy arguments and marriages arguments may come about, but you want to make sure that you're not getting to the point that you want to make sure that you have self-control. That is a strength when someone it, it is so important to have self-control. It is so important and you have to remember that there are certain times when God will call you to be silent, but you have to remember, and this is a powerful scripture and I pray that you write this down along with the other ones, which is Exodus 14, um, chapter 14, verse 14, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace, meaning the Lord will fight for you sometimes you know things will be said and when you hear God say be silent trust that this is not you being weak this is not you know you're not gonna just punk me you're not just gonna say whatever you want to say about me you're not just gonna try to break me down people have done that before and I'm not ever letting that happen again no that's not what it's about you have to trust that God now is fighting for you and he will do a much better job than you could possibly ever do Remember that it says the Lord will fight for you. All you have to do is hold your peace. Keep silent. Don't say nothing. Sometimes you don't have to say it doesn't warrant when in certain arguments, when it gets to that place of, of you know this is now filled with emotions and anger or you know that whether because sometimes they can say things that's passive and you know it's still trying to hit you it's still trying to an arrow trying to be trying to dagger you at that point you don't even need to go any further because you know now it has it has walked into the lane of unhealthiness and we and so it doesn't matter you just listen to god god says to be be still be quiet don't say anything else it's very important Very important. See, these are all real keys and gems for for holding your tongue in your marriage. And truthfully, you want to take this with you in every area of your life because... The tongue really can. The tongue can build you up, and it can break people down. The tongue can send people to hell. You want to make sure that you are not using your tongue for evil, not for speaking, not for sowing discord, meaning um instigating things between people, separating people and friendships and marriages. Not, I mean, really, there's severe consequences for that. I would, I encourage you to read the Book of Proverbs. You definitely don't want to be gossiping about people, because. You don't want to gossip about people that could really, because what you can be saying is our, our curses, word curses. If you've never heard of that before are real, it is very real. There are a lot of people, you know, they like, I'll um, I'll give you an example. Say for instance, someone is always, I've known people that they'll say, you know, they look at pictures of themselves, right? And they'll say, wow, you know, I really was not big, but my family will always call me fat. You're so fat. You're so fat. You're so fat. Those are word curses. And so now the person actually, actually is overweight, actually is obese. And they're looking at themselves when they were younger. I really wasn't fat at all. I wasn't fat at all. But those word curses were spewed over their lives. And so now they actually, they have power. They have, it is it has literally built them up so now they're trying to figure out why they're so fat why they why they're so not let me be careful you know I want to be sensitive here but why are they overweight why are they eating so much because all their life as a child growing up their parents would probably tell them they were so fat their siblings were always making fun of them of being so fat under the guise once again of joking right these words these are these are real so what do we do one thing i have learned right one thing i have learned and this is very real is that it is important to speak life um it is important to speak life there was one particular person Um, a celebrity, they said that he was, he, he was always speaking just greatness over himself. Just greatness. Always, always, um, always behind this, you know, in his private time, just greatness. It is important. And, you know, at that time I was like, okay, that's a bit much, but you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many people are speaking negative words against you and your family. You'd be surprised. And how many people are speaking negative words over you and your family in your face and so much more behind your back? And so sometimes you wonder why I struggle with this. Why is this so hard? And it really could be the curses, the words of other people. And because there's nothing combating it, right? You're not speaking. Somebody could really be speaking like I just, you know, that she's going to, you know, she's going to be so poor. She's going to be so poor. She's so broke. She don't have nothing. She's so broke. She's so poor. She's so this, she's so that. And so the person, and then, so then you, you know, the, the per, or the person who they're speaking about could really not say anything about them having wealth. You know, as a child of God, prosperity, I speak prosperity over my life. I speak that I'm going to be, I'm going to be prosperous, that the wealth that, um, the, uh, that I will have wealth, that God wants to see me, that God wants to see uh, me prosper. I speak that my businesses will be wealthy. I speak that when I get this job, that I will have favorites to get promotions. I speak promotions over myself. I speak that my, my pockets will never have holes. You don't even know, you know, you speaking that over yourself. You don't even know, you may not even know that there is somebody probably close to you behind the scenes speaking real negative things about you that's why it's important to really speak life over yourself over your husband over your marriage over your children over everything that pertains to you it is very important because once again you're speaking life and it is combating and literally destroying because remember destroying those works of those words of evil and slash works of evil because it is a work of evil because remember, you have authority over all works of the devil. So when you're speaking life and somebody unfortunately is being used by the enemy and is speaking um, evil over you, that your words combat and triumph over those any day. So you want to make sure that that's something that you're speaking. You're speaking those, you're decreeing over your family. Don't just let anybody say anything about to your children. You want to make sure you're speaking life over your children, life over your husband, life over yourself. And, I, and I'm repeating myself because it's very important. Unfortunately, there are people who use their tongue for evil and they do it and they know what they're doing. They they do it and they, they, they do it and they speak about you all the time. They will continue to speak about you. It is real. And there are those who don't know what they're doing. And I and I say that, I use that a little loosely because I still feel like they know something, right? Um, but they, they start, they joke about you, right? They joke about you or they joke to you. They always got something to say. You know those people that always have something to say? Remember, words hold power. Don't allow people to say whatever they want to say to you. So if somebody says to you, Oh, your child is so, you know, your child is so bad. You want to shut it down. No, my child is not bad. I want to. he's not, my child is not bad. He's actually very, he's actually very well behaved. He's just having a little moment right now, but he is not bad. I don't claim that. Oh, well, I didn't mean it. You know, I I didn't mean anything by it. Okay, that's great. You know, that's cool. No worries. We'll keep it going. So anyways, how you been? You know, you want to shut it down. Oh goodness, girl, you look, you getting fat. Um, I'm super healthy and my body is amazing. What do you have? What are you talking about? OK, girl, I was just joking. OK, you know how that goes. I was just joking. You know, people love to use joking. You want to be careful. You want to be very, you know, bold about that, because it, I have learned that there, people will say things under the guise of joking. And and if you're not speaking against it, shut that thing down. I don't care who it is. You can do it with respect and love you if they're, whatever they whatever, however they try to present it to you. Shut it down. Whether they get upset or not, they will learn to respect you. And you keep speaking those things, speaking those great things, decreeing those things. You're destroying words, works of the devil. You really are. You want to make sure you're doing that. You just don't know. You really, sometimes we don't ever know. And sometimes we find out certain things, but you don't know exactly the depths of what people will say about you behind the scenes. And if you're just not doing it or you'll find yourself even feeling what they're saying, and then you'll actually start saying the same thing about yourself. You want to make sure that you are speaking life, life, in your marriage and your family speak life. Use your tongue for good. Use your tongue for good. It is important. And just going back to the husbands, you know, you don't, you know, a lot of men, unfortunately, you know, the the enemy's plan is always to, des- you know, steal, kill, and to destroy. So this is not anything shocking. But, you know, I, I know so many men who have had situations where... Their parents or people, authority, or teachers or principals have said they were going to never amount to anything. Um, They've had situations where past girlfriends have spoke so, you know, so they spoke down on them. And it really did something to them, whether they don't, whether they show it or not, it really did something to them, whether they even, whether they even know it or not sometimes it'll be it'll happen by so many different people and it can and it can cause them to really just act in the way of what people have said about them. So you want to make sure that you are being the helpmeet that God has created you to be. And so I want to end this with prayer. Um I want to end this with prayer. Absolutely. And so the first, so I want to start. So I just father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you. I thank you God for this message. I thank you for the importance of it. And I thank you that it'll reach everyone you wanted to reach God and to save everyone who may be on the path of error in the name of Jesus. God, I ask you to cover ask you to cover the people that at the sound of my voice, Lord. I pray, God, that wherever they have been dealing with the ugly in their marriage, I pray, God, that this word will um, be a reminder and a blessing to them, God, to seek you first and to to speak life. I pray, God, that for the people at the sound of my voice where they have been speaking evil, God, I pray that you send the Holy Spirit power of conviction and bring them to a place of repentance, God. I thank you for being so merciful that you would even, and cause them to listen to this um, podcast, Lord, to remind them of things that they should not be doing so that they can repent and that any charge against them can be cleared in the name of Jesus. God, I ask you to um, build up your women, to guard the hearts of your wives, of your wives, God, who, who are dealing with issues that really have been hitting them and hurting them and breaking them down in such a way. They have been going to people out of just, Sheer frustration, God. I pray, God, that you will um, bring a remove the burden from them, God. I thank you for being a light to them, Lord. I thank you that your yoke is easy, God. I pray that wherever they have just been so frustrated and flustered, wherever they've been confused, even those who have not, who have been so, so silent that they that they have not even spoken out when you've called them to speak in certain situations, I thank you, God, for being the truth and leading them on the path of righteousness for your name's sake, in the name of Jesus. I pray God for the knowledge Lord. Of knowledge that just in your word is Proverbs 17, God, verse 27, that he who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is a calm spirit, is of a calm spirit. So God, I pray for the under um that you will give each woman the knowledge and understanding, Father God, so that they will have so a calmness can overcome them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. I pray for self-control for for every woman, Lord. Self-control, God, that they will um speak, that they will speak and that they will react the way you've intended them to in the name of jesus and i seal this with the blood of jesus in jesus name amen i'm so excited um i'm so excited guys this is so important you know so long we we and when you read the book of proverbs you realize that and you really understand it there are really severe consequences for um using your tongue for the wrong reasons so i'm um, speaking evil specifically is what i'm saying so you want to make sure that you do read that and that you make sure that you get um make sure that your heart is right and that you just spend time with god in prayer and repentance if you've been speaking evil speaking ill of your husband or of anybody for that matter you want to make sure you do that. So I want to, and also if you have not given your life to God, I absolutely want to pray with you. So um, if you have not, please just repeat after me for your salvation. It's so important. Um, No point of, you know, it's like, why even... God, Jesus is so amazing. It's so wonderful. And the benefits of a believer is so, it it really is so big. And so you just want to give your life to God. So just repeat after me. Uh, Lord Jesus, for too long, I've kept you out of my life. I know that I'm a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I am ready to trust you and to receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to earth. I believe you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead. On the third day. Thank you. For bearing my sins. And giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart Lord Jesus. And be my savior. In Jesus name. Amen. Well. That is all for today. I'm so happy. This is just. Really guys. This is. I really enjoyed this message. This is probably one of my favorite topics, um, but I'm so excited. If this has blessed you in any way, please share. If you have any questions, any prayer requests, any comments, email me at wifelywisdom1 at gmail.com. Um, I'm so excited for you all. We have some great things in store. Um, I, pray, I pray that you have a blessed night, a blessed day, whenever you you know whatever time you're listening to this. And remember, I love y'all in real life. Take care.